Yo, what is happening, guys? This is your league commissioner, Garbro Chill. We're at it again with some more talk about the league. This is where you're going to find all of our league news, our weekly power rankings, and some brief fantasy football outlooks from week to week. Kind of like some some stardom, sit'em types of things, but let's get started. Let's start us off with some post-draft talk. Everyone's excited. I've got the rankings in for us. Overall, I think the draft went pretty well. Everyone was there, which is a feat in itself. It took forever to get the schedule right. And there were some great picks and some not so great picks, but looking through all the teams, we've got a, a pretty competitive season coming. Like the, the teams look pretty even overall. Um, the, the money's as good as anyone's this season. And that being said, I have some juicy rankings. You guys are going to hate me. Some of you might like me. I don't know. I got to go ahead and say this is these are just my thoughts. You can disagree with me all you want. If you do disagree, go in the group chat. Tell me you disagree. Let's talk about it. It's always fun to keep talking fantasy all season, keep us engaged. But anyway, I'm just going to list off everyone where I ranked them and, and kind of highlight the, the team a little bit. Talk about some strengths and weaknesses in your lineup. And coming in with the number one spot. You guessed it. Short back and T-side. All right, you're all thinking Laz, he had the number one overall pick. Obviously, he's going to be number one in the rankings. He got Christian McCaffrey. But let's give him some credit, guys. Give him some credit. This is a tough spot to really draft from. This is there's, – there's a lot of time between picks here. So you really have to make your rounds count. And he he did. I love Christian McCaffrey, obviously, but what I love about this team is the upside at quarterback and the balance he has at wide receiver. Dude, Kyler Murray is surely to break out this year, and Julio Jones and Terry McLaurin are two high-volume receivers with an extremely high floor. Both of these guys should easily see 100-plus targets, and these guys will be the focal point of their offense. Easy number one for me here. Number two... Winter is coming. First of all, I just want to bring up the team name here. This is a bold team name for a guy that didn't even roster Carson Wentz. Come on now, let's get him, let's get Carson Wentz up here. Let's get him on, let's at least roster him. At at the very least. Turn down turn down the music just a little bit. I'm sorry about that. I feel like it was just a little bit up there. I like having a little background, though. It's kind of nice. Anyway, enough about the team name. If the players in this team, if they hit, there's no stopping this team. There's, there's two key players here, 
And the fantasy world right now kind of has mixed feelings with them, but we're talking about Chris Godwin and Aaron Rodgers. We all know Chris Godwin was great last year, but, you know, he's got a new QB. Who knows what it's going to be with this this new kind of offense. And Aaron Jones, there's kind of talk that, that he, he can't, he can't hit the numbers he did last season. So these two guys right here are the, the keys to this team's success, and they can both definitely throw up crazy numbers at their best. That's why I've got this team at number two. The question is, are these guys going to be utilized like the majority of people are expecting? Coming in at number three, I've got myself, Obi-Wan Mahomie. Kind of the same story here. We got two players that are kind of the key to this team. The reason why I'm ranked a little lower here is because these guys are slightly less proven. I'm talking about Dalvin Cook, and I'm talking about Jonathan Taylor. Dalvin Cook is incredible, but can he play a full season without getting absolutely wrecked and injured? I don't know. And and then you turn around, you look at Jonathan Taylor. He's He's a rookie. Can he explode at the RB2 spot? I mean, yeah, he was awesome in college. We hope he does it again. I hope he does it again. If they turn out like the majority of experts' projections, we've got one hell of a squad here, guys. Pat Mahomes, Devontae Adams, and Mark Andrews. I mean, I, I've got potential to throw some crazy numbers. I've just got a whole lot riding on some RBs with question. Number four, we've got Fort Campbell Screaming Eagles. Interesting name here. I love it personally. And there's one player here that makes this team absolutely elite. That is Russell freaking Wilson, guys. This could finally be his MVP season. Seattle isn't looking like the typical Seattle that leans on the run game this year. Sure, Carson Wentz is said to be a top running back. But I'm not so sure Seattle trusts him quite like people are thinking. Uh, there's constant talk in training camp about his fumbling issues still being a thing. And he's not looking quite as explosive. And... And, you know, everyone talks good about players in training camp. Something to always take into account when people are talking about training camp are the negative things. Those are always the ones you want to you keep in mind. And Carson Wentz, is, or not Carson Wentz, geez, Chris Carson has kind of gotten a little bit of negative vibes. So we're looking for Seattle this year to lean heavy on Wilson in the passing game. Love the Russell Wilson pick. Also... Michael Thomas is pretty damn good here. What a number one wide receiver. Fort Campbell, Screaming Eagles, number four spot. Coming in number five, we've got Team Jackson. This team name needs a whole lot of work. When we do these rankings again next week, I don't want to see this team name in here. Let's mix it up. But let's talk about the ceiling of this team it's through the roof. We got Kelsey, Kamara, Dak Prescott, and Will Fuller. Those, those four could throw up just record-setting numbers. The problems here are Will Fuller's health. 
I don't even know that he's actually ever played a full season. You know, everyone keeps going back to what he did in college, what he did in this week, whatever. Well, the fact is he cannot be elite unless he plays every game this season. Hopefully he does for Team Jackson's sake. The other concerning parts of this team and the reason why I have him at number five are David Johnson and Amari Cooper. Now, David Johnson's great, but are we going to see that 2016 form that he had? I don't know. And then the other concern with Amari Cooper is just the fact that there's so many mouths to feed in that offense now. And I'm thinking Amari Cooper is going to get everyone's top like priority on defense so i'm thinking michael gallup might kind of see a little bit more targets than than amari cooper i don't know it, it's all there's all questions let's see what happens week one but i like the team the the guys on this team overall now number six we've got fresh prince of hilaire this fantasy team it team name is super popular right now i love it it's funny i feel like a bunch of people drafted this guy just for the team name possibility but uh it helps it helps that, that uh hilaire has a lot of potential and if, if history tells us anything with these kansas city kansas city uh andy reed teams um the, he loves he loves a number one running back. He he runs his running backs in the ground. When he gets one guy, he sticks with him. We saw it with Kareem Hunt's rookie year. You all know how that turned out. But we're gonna have to wait till week one for me to be totally confident. I mean, this was a number one draft pick on a guy that hasn't even played a snap in the NFL yet. And with that being said, I wanted to see a little more a few more exciting players around this guy with this team and, and nothing really hits the spot for me here all the players are solid but i need a little more all-around upside uh, that's why this team kind of takes the sixth spot number seven you hate to see the defending champ fall down this far but we've got adrian peterson keep in mind all of these teams are very close in numbers and that's what you get in a 10-team league. Everyone has great players. Uh, and everyone has them where, where they kind of want them. But my problem with this team is he's putting slightly too much capital in Lamar Jackson, I think. I, I got a feeling Lamar Jackson's going to have to make up for a lot of points that Le'Veon Bell and DJ Shark do not get. It's going to be tough for him to put up those kind of numbers, too. If Le'Veon Bell and the Jets are even slightly reminiscent of last season, this, this is going to be a disaster, man, having Le'Veon Bell in the flex spot. Keep an, keep an eye on that waiver wire. Maybe, maybe find some higher upside flexes. I could be wrong about Le'Veon Bell. He could turn it all around. And then DJ Shark. Yeah, he's the number one receiver. He's going to get the majority of the targets. But, dude, the Jags are looking maybe worse than that horrible Miami team we saw. It it seems to me like they, they're trying to tank this team, this team on purpose and get a big draft pick. I just don't know if I want to touch 
anyone in this Jags offense other than maybe Gardner Minshew. Number eight, we've got Aza Unit. Hey, man, don't get discouraged. Keep that chin up. You know, you're not at the bottom. All right. Your receivers are pretty fire, man. The problem with this team is Tom Brady being your starting QB. This is this is a 10-team league. So you're looking for a top 10 quarterback, and I'm not sure that's what Tom Brady is this year. Uh, he's an amazing talent. He's one of the best QBs ever. Maybe the best QB ever. But is he going to be a top 10 fantasy QB? I don't know. You look back to last season, he... he the, the Patriots had a great season, and I think it kind of masked his fantasy value a little bit. He only finished as QB 12 in 2019. Look, he's 43 years old. He's got a new staff, brand new personnel other than Gronk. And even the weather's different, you know, compared to Boston and, and Tampa. Absolutely everything is against him this season. I wouldn't put all my eggs in a Tom Brady basket Let's give him a week before we start him here. I suggest finding another QB until Tom Brady proves he's worth the spot. The other concern for me with this team and why I have him at number eight is just the fact that this is a PPR league. And, and Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb are great running backs, but with Kareem Hunt in the mix, I don't see Nick Chubb getting enough work in the pass game to be to be as high as we want him and Derrick Henry he just doesn't really catch passes um, I hope he proves me wrong I love to see Derrick Henry doing doing well doing doing cool stuff but there's some potential in this team if if things work out just right for me right now we got him number eight all right and coming in number nine We've got TFTI Part 2 Smokestacks. Now, if there's any name other than Team Jackson that needs some help, it's this one. Dude, I don't even get this. At least Jackson's using his last name in there. Bro, fix the team name. Just fix it. Also, is anyone surprised this team is taking the bottom spot? Did you guys watch him draft? He drafted three tight ends. Three tight ends, and not a single one is elite. I mean, there's not a whole lot to elaborate here. You wasted some draft picks, man. But surprisingly, you're not in last place, and the rest of this team isn't all that bad, dude. We've got, you've got Saquon Barkley, who of course is going to be great, and you've got a couple veteran receivers that are worth a lot early this season. Guys, you know there there wasn't a, a real preseason. All we've got is training camp. All these offenses, especially the new ones, are looking to lean on the veterans. You've got Mike Evans and DeAndre Hopkins. Both are well-established in this league. And I think these offenses are going to lean heavy early on these guys. So that's why I've got you at the nine. All right. And last, he's going to be mad at me. But Andy Reid's love handles. Dude, I don't have a real problem with any of these players. The thing is, is they're just not as exciting as, as, as the rest of the teams in this league, man. There's a lot of safe picks here. 
you're definitely going to win some games, no doubt, on just pure consistency. You'll catch somebody in a late or in a, in a down week or, or whatever. But to win this league, you have got to have those potential breakouts and high upside types of guys to get through the playoffs and win this league. Thankfully for you, we're in a 10 team. The waiver wire is hot, man. There's not enough spots to keep some of these big waiver wire picks that we're going to see at the end of week one off of your off of your team. Go heavy on the waiver wire after this week. Find those those high upside, big big potential guys, and this this team will climb up the rankings, no doubt. You've got a good floor. But my sincerest apologies to the love handles, and hopefully I'm wrong, dude. Best of luck to everyone in the league. This is just week one rankings, and that's it. These are just our week one rankings. They're gonna change. I'm sure I'm wrong in some places. But it's always fun to speculate, and those are my opinions. Okay, and to end our podcast, we got a little bit to talk about here. I've got a stardom and sit'em segment. I'm going to just try this out, see how it goes. Pretty much, I've just compiled a list of some guys that you know may not be lock starters obviously you're gonna start like your christian mccaffrey's your your uh, alvin kamara's those types of guys but i want to talk about some some defenses that maybe you want to exploit some guys with some good matchups start off with the qbs i'm saying start cam newton this week man yeah we don't know a whole lot about him but dude miami's so bad and if cam newton is uh, he's had a year off. If he's any bit of the quarterback we know he is, it doesn't matter what offense he's in. I feel like he's going to hit Miami hard, and he's got a little something to prove. I say start Cam Newton if you've got the room to. Next, I'm going to talk about Phillip Rivers. They're playing Jacksonville. I talked about how bad Jacksonville is. Pretty much as the weeks go on, whoever's playing Jacksonville, start them next i have carson wentz i think he's he's a start this week they're playing washington philadelphia's got a lot of injuries but wentz is still good and washington's still bad uh, this is a no-brainer start carson wentz and next is a little bit different i was looking through some of the numbers Kyler Murray could be a good start against the Niners. He seems to really like to play against them. He played well against them last year, and now he's got DeAndre Hopkins. He's a potential breakout this year. I would definitely start Kyler Murray week one. And the last start I have, I'm not a huge fan of, but he's playing the Bills. Shout out to Pedro. Start Josh, start Josh Allen with the Bills. As far as quarterbacks to sit, once again, guys, this is this is not something, this isn't like a guarantee. Don't do exactly what I'm saying. These are just some things to think about. These are some, some opinions of mine that I have, maybe something I would do in this situation. It's not a, it's not a do or don't. 
still make informed decisions. I'm just helping you narrow it down. I've got right here to sit Aaron Rodgers week one. The Vikings are good. It's a rivalry matchup. I think we need to give Aaron Rodgers some time. I don't think he's going to he's going to have to work hard for his numbers this week. And that goes the same with Jared Goff. The Cowboys new defense is looking pretty good. I think Jared Goff might end up with some passable numbers, but it feels more like a a floor game. I wouldn't start Jared Goff. Someone to be cautious with here too is Matt Stafford. I think he's kind of a streaming quarterback right now anyway. I don't think he's going to jump out the gate with some big numbers. I do see Matt Stafford being good rest of season, but he's going to play Chicago this week. That's going to be tough. Kirk Cousins, he's playing the Packers defense, and it's Kirk Cousins. I don't know about all that. Garner Minshew, I wouldn't start him this week. The Colts defense is pretty good. Daniel Jones. You know, most weeks, I'm going to say start Daniel Jones. But this week, man, the Steelers, the Steelers are good. And they rush the passer. I don't know how good Daniel Jones is under pressure. I, I keep Daniel Jones on the bench this week. And then another one, another, another player that has a lot of potential, but I would still sit this week, is Joe Burrow. I think he's going to have a pretty good rookie season. Shout out uh, Chucho, LSU guy. Um, but I, I think this is more of like a wait and see kind of approach. Let's, let's chill out on Joe Burrow for week one, at least let's move on to the running backs. We got David Johnson as my first start here. Really just, especially if you're playing some daily fantasy, this Texans, Kansas city game on offense is going to be unreal. Start everybody in this start everybody in these games. Uh, it's going to be a shootout. In my opinion, this is the fantasy game to watch. Start David Johnson, start everybody on Kansas city. Just that's, that's a game to watch. Next, I've got Raheem Mostert. I think or Raheem Mostert. I'm sorry. I think people are, are kind of speculating he's got some guys behind him but i think overall he's their guy and i think week one they're gonna stick with him as their guy i think he's he's a lock start here another interesting start i have at running back is cam Akers. i think they're gonna come right out of the game i think la is coming right out of the gate featuring him as the early replacement for Gurley. i know there's some veteran guys there's some guys that have been there that that could it could maybe eat in some time but cam Akers is a crazy talent he's gotten a lot of buzz in training camp i think i'd start him this week another start james white for the patriots they're just crazy in the backfield right now i don't know if the patriots know what to do but that's the case a lot of the years, and one guy that keeps popping up is James White. Every year, no matter what the backfield looks like, he's relevant. I think if you're going to start any Patriots back against a weak Miami defense, it should be James White. That That's my opinion there. I, I think James White's a, a lock at, at starting week one. Another lock 
Tariq Cohen. David Montgomery isn't playing. There's not really any other running back right now. I would start Tariq Cohen. He could he could catch a lot of passes in week one. Now I've got some 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 running back sits. I would probably sit Le'Veon Bell if it were me. Frank Gore's been getting some touches, man. And that's not a good sign. Also, the Bills are a really good defense. I don't know what's going on there, but I would sit Le'Veon Bell this week, in my opinion. Another sit that I really hate to see is Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. I have them in another league. I have both of them. I'm trying to figure out what to do. I don't think anyone knows what to do. I wouldn't start either one of them this week. If you can start someone else, do it. Same sort of situation with DeAndre Swift and on Johnson at the Lions. The situation is just a little cloudy. I think we need to get week one out of the way, get some clarity. I think week one is going to be a, a sure tell at, at all four of these guys that I just mentioned. And then I think people are going to be pretty tempted to start Leonard Fournette. It seems like the Bucks went all in with them, even though they had Ronald Jones. But the Saints are tough against the run, and he hasn't been there long enough. I wouldn't start him this week. Some more sits would be the Washington backfield. I wouldn't mess with that at all, just anyone there. I really wouldn't mess with the Jaguars backfield at all either. Those are my running back sits. Let's roll right into the wide receivers. My first start at wide receiver is Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd, it, this is a sneaky start for me because the Chargers do have a good, a, a really good defense, like secondary defense, and they're loaded at corner. But I think Boyd, they're going to move him right into the slot. Joe Burrow loves that spot. I think Tyler Boyd's going to get open this week and surprise a lot of people against the Chargers. Start Tyler Boyd. Another start, I'm saying Brandon Cooks. I think he's going to be the new go-to guy with Deshaun Watson out, despite what they're saying about Will Fuller. I think Brandon Cooks might be the guy at the Texans now. Next, I have Michael Gallup. This seems a bit weird when I say it over Amari Cooper, but this week specifically, I think Amari Cooper is going to see a lot of Jalen Ramsey with the Rams. Jalen Ramsey is one of the best defenders in the league. I think Michael Gallup's going to be open a lot, and Amari Cooper is going to not. So Michael Gallup this week for me. The next one I have seems a bit weird, but it's Anthony Miller, and it's it's kind of the same reason. I think Allen Robinson's going to get a lot of a lot of attention. Anthony Miller's good for the Bears. I think he could catch a lot of passes this week. And then Jamison Crowder to end the starts for wide receiver. The Bills are really tough on the outside, but last year Crowder carved them up in the slot. Look for each week, that's that's a good look, is if they've got really strong corners, these defenses, look for that slot guy 
if you're looking to really exploit that offense, if you've got a guy on that offense, if he's playing in the slot, he's probably a go-to. And like I said, my first wide receiver sit is going to be Amari Cooper. I think he's going to see a lot of Jalen Ramsey. And I think there's going to be a lot of issues with Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb getting a lot of attention. I just, it seems weird, but I, I would sit Amari Cooper this week. Next, I would sit AJ Green. I think for the same reasons. I think Tyler Boyd is going to be the guy this week. I think AJ Green is going to get a lot of attention from those from those Chargers secondary guys. Those are really my only my only real wide receiver hit, uh, sits. I've I've mentioned a little bit of the Giants, like any Giants receiver, I really wouldn't trust this week. I think Daniel Jones is going to see a lot of pressure. He's going to dump it off a lot. I think this week is Saquon's week in the Giants offense. Moving on to tight end. First one I got, Hunter Henry. I think he's going to be involved right from the start. Bengals aren't a great defense. Mike Williams is out. I don't think he's out, but he's hurting at least, according to some training camp rumors. Hunter Henry could be pretty good this week. Tyler Higby could be pretty good this week. And then Noah Fant. The Titans do have a good defense, but I think in the middle of the field they're lacking. It leaves a lot of room for Noah Fant and the Broncos. And the same goes with the Eagles. I've got Dallas Godert as a start this week. I think there's not a lot of wide receivers for for the Eagles that are going to draw a lot of attention. And I think Dallas Godert could be could be a guy. They may play Zach Ertz and Godert. Anyway, moving on to the sits. Sid Evan Ingram, just the Giants offense is just not going to be great against the Steelers. I would sit Austin Hooper. It's a new team. It's a different kind of vibe than it was at, at the Falcons. I would just sit Austin Hooper, give him a week. And then Mike Gusecki. I I just don't I don't I don't like the Dolphins offense this week against the Patriots. They've got a pretty good defense. And these the to end the segment, I'll go with the defense and special teams. Here's the good matchups. We've got Steelers versus Giants. You want the Steelers defense. Bills are playing that horrible Jets offense. Eagles versus Washington. You like that matchup. Patriots versus Miami. Ravens versus the Browns, the Niners versus the Cardinals, Bears at Detroit, Chargers at Cincinnati, the Colts at Jacksonville, and the Broncos against Tennessee. All of these defenses are said to be pretty good, and they're going against some maybe not awful offenses, but some pretty predictable ones. Look for some, some good defensive scoring there. And then some defenses I would probably sit are 
the Chiefs to start. I think that's going to be a blowout game. The Seahawks, Atlanta, that's not a very good matchup there for defenses. And I'm going to say the Rams in Dallas. I think that has a potential to be a high-scoring game. But anyway, that's all I got for you guys on my start and sit segment. I kind of tried to run through it pretty quick. I don't want to bore you guys with too many stats. Just kind of give it to you straight. But I hope you guys enjoyed the rankings. I want to hear your opinions in the group chat. I want to get some conversations going. Let's get some shit talking, man. I'm so ready for week one. I'm so excited. Thursday's going to be sick. I'm putting a lot of money in some DraftKings. Let's get it, boys. This is Garbro Chill, your league commissioner. And that's it for episode two.